0: Good morning, everyone. This is uh, Father John Nguyen. I am uh, the chaplain at St. Theodore Garen Catholic High School. And today I have the great privilege of being with one of our uh, distinguished alumni, Father Matthew Jakubko, one of also our recently ordained priests. Um, and here this morning, we are talking about the topic of prayer. Uh, the first question I'll, I want to start with Father Jakubko is, uh, how was your prayer life before you started at Garin?
1: Yeah, no, thank you, John, Father John. It's good to be with you um, today and to talk about prayer always. Um, you know, before I went to Garen, I'd say I grew up Catholic, so uh, cradle Catholic, and um, my dad grew up Catholic. My mom converted to Catholicism after she had married my dad, so grew up with uh, going to Mass, obviously, having having that as a, a staple of our week. Um, so I'd say that really that my prayer life before going to Garen all centered on the Mass. Um, and then at, at times, too, we would always pray before meals. Um, I remember during Advent, too, we'd have special prayers that we'd say together as family, as a family, just um, with the Advent wreath and just preparing for Christmas and things like that. So, yeah.
0: What were some of the most impactful ways that you, you grew in your prayer life during your time at, at Garen?
1: Yeah. So I think right from the get-go, when I was a freshman, the very first retreat we went on was down to Terre Haute to go to pray at the tomb of Mother Garen. Uh, and I just remember that very vividly. I mean, in, in one sense, just because you're a freshman and this is the first time you're kind of going on a trip together as a class and it's it's chaos and fun and, and stressful and whatnot. But realizing for the first time that um, there's a we have a saint who is buried in Indiana, and we can go on pilgrimage to to her tomb. But then that this person who the high school is named after was was a real person as well, right? And you can see see her legacy, see what she helped build, and the the fruit that the Lord helped bear through her life that still is is bearing fruit down there in Terre Haute, and then a Noblesville, Garen and Kether too. That was very very impactful for me. So in a sense that maybe it was a very strong introduction for me of praying to the saints, having the invocation of the saints, seeing the saints as people who are there to assist and to guide and to help. And in a sense, the saints is the one who choose you to, to be um, kind of their, their special, um, that they protect you and, and guide you in a certain way. So I felt that in a very strong way, my freshman year when I went down to, to Terre Haute on that retreat. So right from the start, I'd say that my time at Garen really helped or helped really f- increase the, the spiritual dimension of my life. Uh, but then I also, too, I just remember each year, I mean, I remember sophomore year, that was when we really began to dig into scripture and in our theology classes and even just the process of praying through Lexio Divina or opening up the gospels and really doing a very deep meditation with things. These were these were different thing. I mean, these were different areas of prayer that I had never experienced before, um, or I hadn't really been been schooled in or taught in before my time at Garen. And Learned a lot during those theology classes, obviously about the faith and the the different tenets of the faith, but even on a more profound level, um, what, how to pray, right? How to pray in the the vast uh, the vast array that the church has of different prayer forms. Going on retreat as well, um, and kind of kind of feeling like it all clicked. These different things that I'd been learning in class, these different prayer forms that I'd been learning. Uh, through my time at Garen, through um, continuing to learn about the mass too, like, like continuing to serve at Garen for school masses and things like that. All these things like starting to click and um, remember sitting in Eucharistic adoration um, and just kind of thinking, it's like, okay, it's, it's, it's kind of seeing how the Lord traced out the path of my own life. And and helped me to get to a point where I kind of came to a conviction that I need to, to start thinking not just about praying to God, but like what God wants me to do with my life vocationally, where he wants me to go. And um, I was like, well, like all the, all, all, all the things kind of came together, all of all those lessons and, and all those people who helped me at Garen um, learning how to pray that kind of molded into that moment. So, yeah, I think that just kind of learning the whole breadth of what the church has to offer with regards to, to prayer was the greatest grace that I gained during my time at Garen Catholic.
0: That's beautiful. Um, as a newly ordained priest now, uh, people look at you as a, a professional prayer. And so how would you describe the the impact of Garen still uh, on your
1: life now, even as a priest? Yeah, I think that, uh, I think exactly what I was just saying without Garen, um, and the people that Garen placed in my life, I don't know if I would be where I am today because just, that was the right, when you're in high school, it's a very formative time of your life, obviously. And so having Garen Catholic be there for me, all the teachers and the priests who were there and other students and whatnot, um, very good influences on me. And just allowing me the opportunity to to be in an environment where I, I saw what, um, what the spiritual life can be, what the Lord desires for each and every person. I mean, that was that was key in terms of just discerning my own vocation again and what the Lord wants me to do and, um, and to have an understanding, to have a an, an ear that could hear the voice of the Lord in a certain way by the time that I had gotten through my four years at Garen. And even though I didn't enter seminary right after Garen, um, it allowed me, when I went off to Purdue, to kind of build on what Garen had had given for me. It, it allowed me to continue those, those prayer forms, continue to see how important Eucharistic adoration was, continue to see how important community was, and surrounding yourselves with good and virtuous friends, Catholic friends who are going to build you up in the faith. That allowed me to continue all those things when I graduated, and then it allowed me even more to... To kind of come after two years at Purdue and say, okay, again, Lord, like you, you are calling me in a certain way, and then that just continues to you kind of build on the foundation more and more. Okay,
0: two part question, and so the first part is, what are some uh, words of advice or encouragement that you have for uh, students, uh, especially freshmen uh, coming to Garen, and then the second part is actually. going back to what you said about the family being the foundation maybe some words also for for parents especially parents who may not feel like they're very strong in their catholic faith right right now and and how they can help to uh enter into the prayer life of garen with with their students as well so Mm -hmm.
1: yeah so i guess first with regards to advice to students i would just say especially i mean maybe this is even more true for freshman year right when you're when you're just thrown into something completely new, and there there's there's a lot of excitement with it, but there can be some anxiety with it, and it's always it's just it can be a tough adjustment, right? Um, but I would say, just with regards to prayer life, there is something to be said for, um, not becoming not becoming discouraged, right? But uh, when like you kind of look around and see that you're not at a a certain place or you desire something more, which is very good, right? The Lord plants that in our hearts that we desire greater conversation with him, that we desire to to love him on a deeper way. Um, But there's something about, especially when you're new to something, when you're new to a a rhythm in life or a certain routine or a schedule, just uh, to kind of slowly, slowly build yourself up to it. And so I tell people this, A lot in many ways, the Lord doesn't ask us to, He doesn't ask us to take on more than we can handle, right? There's something even greater about taking on small things, but being faithful to them. So, growing in the prayer life, I I mean, I wouldn't say that somebody who's a freshman who has, even like when I was a freshman, right? I don't, I wouldn't be able to pray in silence for an hour in the (laughs) the chapel every single day, um, but do a holy hour single day. But I think there's something good about being intentional and saying every single day I'm going to set aside 10 minutes or 15 minutes or 20 minutes, um, whatever I can do, but I'm going to be faithful to that every single day because the Lord can work with that. All right. So it's uh, just being faithful to the small things in life, being faithful to that that rhythm that comes with being at school and what's being given to you in classes and whatnot is important. But even more than that, being faithful to just saying Lord, I commit to this amount of time. I commit to a rosary every day. I commit to reading scripture every day. Um, because I guarantee that when you are faithful to that, day after day after day, the Lord changes your hearts and he opens it up more and more and allows for those greater desires to be fulfilled. So that'd be the first thing is like fidelity and the small things is key when you're beginning. I think it's you can get really we can all get really excited when we're first um, entering into something, or we can become really overwhelmed when we're first getting into something. So fidelity. In small ways leads to big things. Um, with regards to families, you know, I think it's yeah, I think that's that's always the the question, right? Because um, the family is the first teacher of the faith, um, and so I just say to parents, it's like it's a great it's a great responsibility, but man, what a gift that you are given, just in the sense that you the way that you model. The faith, the way that you model, how you pray, how you love your children—in a sense—is how how your children will see God, right? That's what that's what we all say. Is like we we form our image of God, the Father, from our own fathers. We form, form our image of God as um, someone who is who is loving and and tender towards us by seeing our mothers. Um, so just knowing, in a sense, that the. The weight of that responsibility, but also just how great of a gift that is that the Lord, the Lord gives as parents. Um, and with that in mind, I'd kind of, I'd kind of give the same exact advice to parents that I would to freshmen, in the sense that um, if if prayer is hard, if if prayer is something that doesn't come naturally, don't don't be discouraged because of that. Right? Don't give up or don't feel that you are um, incapable. Because of that. Something as simple as, like I said, during like growing up in family, I remember like my parents weren't versed in scripture at all. But during Advent, we would read not even just a whole chapter, but just little snippets from scripture, right? And that stayed with me. And that that built a foundation that when I came to Garen, I could pray with Scripture in a deeper way. So it doesn't mean that you have to. To know everything about the faith, it doesn't mean enough to everything. Know everything about um, the Lord, in a sense, it's good when we recognize that, and we have a desire to learn more than that. uh, That that shows us where um, we need to be bolstered by the Lord. Um, But I'd say, just again, small things, uh, small prayers that go beyond just praying before meals. Whether that be just a decade of the Rosary together as a family, um, reading a little bit of Scripture. And too, I'd say this for both students and parents, uh, I think it's always important just to remember that for as much as we have to bring ourselves fully to prayer, uh, like in the end, we all know that the greatest, the only teacher of prayer, the greatest teacher of prayer, the only true teacher who is going to inspire us on a deep level is the Holy Spirit. Um, so just remembering that too, that, that we bring ourselves fully to prayer, but prayer is a work of God. Um, it's not something that we just, just create on our own. So whether you're a student or a parent, um, I think just being faithful again, every day to saying, come Holy Spirit, teach me how to pray the, just trusting that the Lord hears that prayer and that he answers it. And that, um, when we come to him again and again, with that request, the Holy Spirit will continue to inspire us. And the Lord will give us his grace to be able to pray better and more and with deeper love.
0: Any uh, closing thoughts?
1: Yeah, no, I no. thank you for time to the chat about prayer. And um, just know that I keep Garen Catholic just being an alumni of the school. I keep Garen and the students and the faculty um, in my prayer constantly, frequently. So um, be assured of my prayers for you all to continue.